What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone, coming at you with episode 75 of BD4, No Better Way to Get Your Yankees Analysis, right here on this podcast, right now. How are we doing tonight? Um, We're doing something a little different tonight. Well, not different, not really for you guys, but I'm doing something different. I just got my new Surface Pro in the mail today, so finally, you know, I get to... I've moved out of the office. I'm into my studio, so it's about time I can actually start recording with with software that that I can use in in my own studio and have a nice backdrop, not just a friggin' sheet. So it's good to just be in some kind of you know area now where I can record finally and do everything properly. But as for you guys, before we get into tonight's episode on the Yankees preparing uh, preparing for camp, just want to make sure if you haven't yet. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And if you haven't followed my uh, my podcast, which is what you're listening to right now, BD4, be sure to do that right now too. Be sure to subscribe to it on, you can sub to it on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on SoundCloud, Spotify. It's on Anchor. Um, obviously, the video cast is on YouTube. And there are plenty more outlets you can subscribe to BD4 on. If you want to find all of them, just go to my blog, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, and you can find it right there. There's a tab called Outlets. You click on that, and it's it's where you can follow me, subscribe to me, and reach me all on that page. So be sure to do that once again. At nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com is my blog. That's where you can find all that information to follow my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and my podcast on all of the different outlets. So, now that that's out of the way, <laughs> the Yankees are preparing for camp. I cannot believe, I really can't believe how quickly this shit has, has you know, has came up, um, crept up on us. Because, you know, not long ago, um, one second, not long ago... It was what? Not long ago, we had spring, uh, not spring training. The end of the, um, the end of the. One second. Not long ago, it was the end of the playoffs, and I felt like you know I was just so deflated and everything. And then a couple months passed by, we get Garrett Cole. Then I was just so excited. I'm like, oh, but it's so far away. The season is so far away. And then here we go, just like that. We're in mid February, getting ready to, um. Startup camp here at George Steinbrenner Field down in Florida, um, and I'm so excited for it. I just I couldn't be more excited. I, I honestly just couldn't be more excited. Now I understand there's some things going on. Obviously the whole drama with the Astros and how they did not get the proper punishment they deserve. But we all know Rob Manfred is a little bitch. Um, so we're not going to talk on that too much. We really aren't going to talk on that at all because I'm kind of tired of talking about it. Um, as for the Yankees. You know, some bad news for them, of course. Uh, the James Paxson injury, we talked about that last time out. Last time we did the Yankees um, on the show, we talked about Paxton. But also today, we kind of got news that Aaron Judge is kind of nursing a, a shoulder injury. That same right shoulder that he uh, hurt in his at the end of his rookie season, I think a few years back. So that's not good news, man. And it's honestly, it's it's not surprising to me because Aaron Judge is a guy who has not been able to stay healthy after that big um, anomaly of a rookie season. So I'm hoping he can just, you know, hoping it's as small as the Yankees say it is. But honestly, man, that means absolutely nothing to me because we saw this last season 
over 30 something times, right? Oh, it's small. Oh, we're just going to nurse it. Oh, he'll, he'll sit on Saturday. He'll be back out there the next day. And then that becomes, you know, becomes the next day. And it's, oh, you know what? We're just going to be precautionary with it. And, um, we're going to sit him the rest of the week instead. Then what do you know? It's a three, four month DL stint and it, it continues. So you hope, you just hope and pray that we don't start this whole thing again. And it, it becomes something as small as, as what it is right now, which is, you know, a shoulder. Um, I don't know what they call it. They called it like barking in his shoulder or something. I don't know. It doesn't sound good to me, but Jesus Christ, that's the one thing we need heading into spring training. You know, I think the one thing everybody wants you know, is, is more than anything else right now, you know, because you can have all the talent in the world, right? You can have everybody on the team that's just, everybody can be so talented, and you have this Yankees team that's ready to make a World Series run, but they have to stay healthy, right? If you're not healthy, there is no point. It's wasted talent if you're not healthy. So that's the first and foremost thing I'm going to be looking at this spring, right? The first thing I'm going to be looking at in all spring, I just want, the only thing I want is for this Yankees team to stay on the field and stay healthy and if they need to take it easy this spring, do that because Jesus Christ, I don't like the start. You know, I don't like what I'm hearing to start. But aside from staying healthy this spring, assuming everybody does, there's going to be a couple things going on, right? Um, I guess we'll start with the pitching thing. Um, I know that Paxton, since he's down, Jay Happ was named the starter. So he's obviously going to be looking for a big spring, but things can change. Maybe Happ and Montgomery. You know, you just want to see them continue to pitch well in spring. But you're also, I guess we can look at the prospects like um, Davey Garcia, like Albert Abreu, like Clark Schmidt, Michael King. You know, guys like that because not necessarily they'll be filling in at the start of the season, but maybe down the line they become bullpen options or maybe, you know, injuries are going to happen. So maybe they can fill in, um, you know, in a rotation spot down the line. So you're going to look at them this spring to see them flash their potential and to see how ready they look. Um, so that's just something to keep an eye on, the rotation holes and, and the races for the extra roster spots eventually. Um, and I'm not just, again, I'm not just talking about, you know, September call-ups, but maybe filling a void, you know, after somebody gets injured or something because it's going to happen. Um, you're also looking at, there's a lot of things going on with the catching position. Obviously, the Yankees have Gary Sanchez as their starting catcher. Um, but you know, Sanchez is not the most reliable catcher. He's inconsistent at the plate. He's inconsistent in the field. And again, it comes down to health with him too. He's always pulling something. He's getting hurt every year. And it seems like he's not been playing many games, um, so far in his career, right? He's playing, it, it seems like he misses a chunk of time every year. Um, so that's not, so it's going to come down to, I guess, Kyle Higashioka and, I know the Yankees signed a couple of backup catchers. I'm not sure who else is there. Was did they sign back Eric Kratz? I think I heard that. But there was another guy they signed. Um, I don't know. I forget his name. Was he from the Angels? I don't know if he was from Anaheim or not. But they did sign another backup catcher. So you're going to be looking at a little bit of a you know the second string catcher now with no Austin Romine. So you're going to be looking at the looking at that in spring training to see how that race um, winds down, right? That's going to be a position battle for sure. Um, you know, you guys know my feelings on this. I don't think any of these backup catchers that the Yankees possess right now are very good. I'm very disappointed that they did let Romine go. Um, I thought he was a very solid backup catcher, probably the best backup catcher in baseball. And his bat was important to this team to provide a contact, you know, some contact stability off the bench. But 
whatever, that is what it is. And we're going to have to see what happens down the line with these um, few backups and who will win the job. I don't know, but it's probably going to be an underwhelming catcher to say the least. Um, and you're also looking at guys like Miguel and Duhar. Again, it's helped with him. He was hurt all last season. Um, had to get the surgery to sit out, tried coming back, but got that surgery afterwards. And it's going to be difficult for him to kind of slide into a role with this team with so many DHs. And obviously the third base spot, um, you would think that Gio Urshela has locked that down just because of his defense alone. But remember, he did hit over 300 last season. He did have an OPS somewhere over 850 or something like that. Um, And he did hit over 20 home runs. He he was great. He was a contact hitter, a bunch of doubles, and he provided so many clutch hits for the Yankees last year and clutch defensive plays as well. So I think Gio Urshela for sure has the starting, uh, the starting third base role. For Miggy, it's going to come down to, you know, is he going to DH, um, maybe platoon at the DH spot with Stanton? But what do you do there? Or do you just try to... You know, I hear the Yankees are trying to move Miggy to first base, get the t- get, uh, getting him used to first base and also teaching him some outfield. So that's that's going to be interesting. I, I'm i not one to really just like sh- want to shift players so easily because I think it's hard to do that. I think it's very hard to just switch positions out of the blue. Um so it's going to be really hard for the Yankees to just do that and expect um, adequate performance defensively for Miggy. But we'll see what happens. You know, that's what spring training is for, to work on that defense at the first base position in the outfield. At third base, maybe he'll even get a couple of reps in to try to improve there. But personally, what I would do is probably DH him, you know, four or five times a week. And on the two days, two or three days that he's not DHing, I would slide him out of position, whether that be third, first, or somewhere in the outfield. But... Again, not ideal. Um, most likely scenario, the you know he could be traded um, because we have such depth at those positions that we're talking about here. And speaking of trade, another guy you could look at eventually being traded is Clint Frazier, right? The Yankees obviously don't like this guy. They haven't really given him given him much of a shot, but right now he's blocked, and you're not going to play him over Giancarlo Stanton. Um, assuming he's healthy, Stanton. You're not obviously not going to play him over Aaron Judge, and you sure as shit ain't going to play Clint Frazier in center field. <laughs> so he doesn't have a spot. And again, the DH position is very, um, you know, log jammed. So where is he gonna? Where is he gonna be? Is spring training is, you know, is he gonna work on his defense enough to improve it in spring training? I don't know if that's enough time because he was really bad out there. And again, he's he does he is athletic a little bit, and he does have some. Um, a bit of a strong arm, but he's just reckless. You know, it's a wild arm, first of all, and his the routes he takes to the to the balls and just dropping simple routine fly balls and it didn't look good. It's gonna take a whole lot than I think I think personally it's gonna take a whole lot than just one month of preseason baseball to um to really improve in the outfield for Clint Frazier. So you're looking at him and Andahar as potential trade pieces for I don't know, maybe a pitcher down the line. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, as far as spring training goes, that's really all that's happening right now. But, you know, once again, we're trying to just stay healthy, get through the spring healthy, no more injuries. Um, Keeping an eye on Garcia, Schmidt, King, and obviously Happ and Montgomery um, to see if they look healthy, especially Montgomery. And taking a look at the uh, catching scenario here with Higashioka and the other guys. 
I gotta find their names. Hold on. I know the Yankees did sign somebody. Um, hold on, let me look. Yankees backup catcher. Because it was the guy from Anaheim, wasn't it? Kyle Higashioka. Do they have it on the depth chart? Oh, yeah, it was him. Chris Iannetta. Okay, so he's not very good. He's really not that good. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's... Listen, it's going to be a battle at the catching position. It's not going to be anything... Like I said, it's going to be underwhelming no matter who wins it, who wins the job. So I'm not really paying too much attention to that. I'm just... Again, I'm, I'm upset that they let Roman go that easily, but... It is what it is, and we're going to be looking at a bunch of guys in spring training. Also, Mike Ford. I really want Mike Ford to get a spot on this team because I think Mike Ford can be a very good power bat, you know, whether that be off the bench or maybe even, you know, splitting time at first base slash DH. Um, But he's a good lefty bat that this lineup needs, right? Losing Didi Gregorius, another lefty bat, they need somebody like Ford. And I think Ford, if given some time, he's, he's proven to be a very productive bat for this Yankees team, right? In his rookie season last year, he got on base, he provided a lot of power, um, so he's a good run producer with a disciplined approach to the plate. And you know, I think you give this guy a full season, or at least a lot of time, regular playing time, he could go out there and pop 15 for you. And he can go out there and get on base at a 37% clip or something like that. Um, so I, I would give him a try. I really want to see how he does this spring. I want to see if it's like a fluke or anything, but not that he was dominant last season, but he was definitely very good, good enough to show that he deserves a chance with this team. So I want to see how he does this spring, Mike Ford. I also want to see Tyro Estrada win the spot because I'm kind of sick and tired of, of Tyler Wade. Um, just the guy sucks. I know he's got some speed and I know he's a good defensive player, but Estrada's not slow-footed. He's not Wade fast, but he's not slow-footed. He's got good defense and the guy can freaking hit the ball. We've seen him hit the ball. Remember when he um, what was it? Last season, when he got called up to, to um, he was filling in for somebody last year, and he got called up, and he was raking right off the spot before they sent him down. He was killing it. He was, you know, what he seems to be is is a very aggressive hitter. Kind of reminds me of a Torres Starling Castro type, where he's not gonna not gonna um, pad the OBP with walks or anything like that. But he's very aggressive. He's gonna swing the bat, and he's gonna make contact, and he'll spray it around the uh, the outfield and. He seems like a very good hitter who could be a very strong utility option for this Yankees team. So I would really love for him, for Tyro Estrada, to win the utility spot for the Yankees this spring. And maybe he can beat out Tyler Wade. But for some reason, I just feel like the Yankees hold way to a higher standard. I don't know why, but it seems like they do that. And unfortunately, we're just going to have to see what happens when it comes to that. But... Yeah, I would definitely love to see Tyro Estrada win the spot. I would definitely love to see Ford win the backup role. Again, I would love for Andahar's bat to be in this lineup. I just don't know how they're going to do it. And I would love for, you know, it's inevitable that Clint Frazier does get traded, but I would love for the return to be as high as they could get. But that's just, that's that. Um, we're going to wrap this one up. We're about 15, 16 minutes into tonight's episode, episode 75 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. So, if you guys like this video, please give it a thumbs up, or if you're listening to the podcast um, and not the video cast, subscribe on Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, 
Anchor, Radio Public, and many more platforms. Again, if you want to find all those platforms, just go to my blog, which is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, and you can find a tab on that page called Outlets. Click on that tab, and it'll show you everywhere all you need to know about how to how to reach me, where to reach me. So thank you guys so much for following along. This has been Rob Carbone with BD4, No Better Way, episode 75. I will see you next time. All right. Ciao.